I'm not very special, but I, I'm a friend of the uh, the two cronies here. <laughs> Jeremy Schindorf from the NWO Metal Militia, that local metal show, and the now defunct NWO Metal Militia podcast. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> horns up. Horns. Horns up, horns right. down. Horns we got sideways. big stuff on the horizon, so something had to die. Yeah. And I, wish, I wish it hadn't, but... I, Anybody that, that follows you guys with regularity knows that, I mean, this is your baby. and Yeah. It, it was becoming, especially once I went back to work, <laughs> it became too much for me to just handle everything at once. I wanted to keep doing it, but... And yeah. yours, yours is... you, And, and it's not... It's, yeah. no, no we go. Yours. You're backing up. But... Punch the ball, Junior! <laughs> <laughs> we keep our podcast kind of... Very punkish, I guess, is the best yeah, way to very. blow by it. Uh, and you require a certain amount of editing, which I don't mind doing, but it is, it is very, time consuming. It's very time consuming. Right. So. Because I'm a classy kind of broad. <laughs> He's classy. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't take him to McDonald's. No, gotta... well, yeah, you can, but. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that, that was the story, was you were all of the work behind it. I showed up on Monday and we recorded for two or four hours, depending. And depending. <laughs> that was pretty much it. I, I would hear from you Wednesday saying, it's up. And then we didn't see each other until the next Monday. Well, and that was the thing too, is I didn't like sitting on stuff. So I liked getting it done. So I know I had it done. So that way also you work by Thursday or Friday. you be like, uh, when is this going to be out? Yeah. So I, I, yeah. So combination of my work ethic, a lot of, and it was, it was a lot of hours. It mm-hmm. was, it was, I always enjoyed the end product. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was but, very impressed with it. But yeah, it was, if if we were all on a budget and none of us had to work. Yeah. Tell me about it. We'd be probably, I'd still be doing both podcasts. We'd be cranking them out every <laughs> week. But things as they are. Yeah. Like I said, something, something, had to, something had to give and that was the one thing we established from the beginning. Because I guess we never really did tell this story. It was just kind of the... At least from the NWO side, and really, I didn't, I didn't tag a lot on this side either. Just kind of is it, was, it is it the story about this phoenix that's rising from the ashes? <laughs> it sort of is now, a little bit, which is kind of one of the reasons we decided to have Jerry on. It's uh, talk about his newest project he's got going. I got a project. That local metal show. Oh, well, that sounds pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we've recorded a couple episodes already, and. We recorded the first episode at Venue 18 in Faustoria, and it featured Brimstone Coven, oh. uh, very good friends of mine. Anybody that knows Such a my good band, yes, 
And anybody that knows anything about me knows that I gush over them. <laughs> like they did something to me in the back of a 78 Camaro as a young, young man. But yes, very favorite band of mine. And we had them premiered on the pilot. And it went very well. We released it this past Friday, which would have been, what was the date? The 4th? Uh, yes. November 4th. We'll go with yes. Yeah, yeah. And with, I can't tell you the weekend I've had, it's been overwhelming with the response <laughs> from everything, man. We uh, got near 500 hits on Facebook of watching the entire episode. Nice. Uh, it's, it's a half, it's 30 minutes and two seconds long and nearly 500 people have tuned in so far, including... Uh, four different continents. I was contacted <laughs> by a guy that lives in uh, um, one of them, their European countries. Uh, Slovakia. No, it was in Italy. Slovenia. I just uh, no, it wasn't Ania or Inia. It was somewhere in Italy. Damn it, now I sound very unprofessional. But he, he had... Not uh, unprofessional. He me. Just uh, not uh, interplanetary or yeah, intercontinental. Intercontinental. There I should really remember the guy's name, though, because what he said was they were having a quote-unquote watch party at his loft in Florence, okay. Italy. All right. And they had a bunch of people over, and he was the translator. He was the only one that spoke English. And they were watching it on his TV... And he was translating the episode of the show, and everybody loved it. And I said, dude, that's so cool. Now you tell every one of them to go home and click on it, because you guys only gave me one click. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, like, kind of a mind fuck. Like, yeah. holy shit, man. People I don't are... know, though. Those internationally, I think the exchange rates only count for, like, three quarters of a click or something. Son of like a that. bitch. See? <laughs> See? See? It doesn't work the same way. I think they click in euros or some shit. Exactly. <laughs> so there was that. Um, we had recorded the second episode the the same weekend, October 15th, October 16th, where the 15th was the show at Venue 18, and we featured Brimstone Coven and another band from Pittsburgh, Defy the Tide. And they all came back Sunday. They all stayed at my pad, and then we went back to the studio or the venue Sunday and recorded the live studio audience, mm -hmm. and it turned out way better than I thought it would. I mean, you can definitely tell in the first episode, especially the first couple of minutes, you can see some nerves in me and yeah. and Books, my co-host, and we're trying to feel each other out yeah. and get a whole gist of it. And not to mention, I like left the my notes and everything at home on the computer desk, and <laughs> so I was totally shooting from the hip. Which the brimstone thing was easy as shit because yeah. I had. I had a million questions that, honestly, I already knew the answer to. Yeah. But I wanted the, the audience to mm -hmm. find all this cool stuff with the signing of Metal Blade on Christmas Day and all that rad shit. And when it comes to Defy the Tide, I mean, I wasn't quite as polished with... I, I know them pretty well. Yeah. But I don't know them like I know Brimstone. Hell, I stay in their homes when I go to Wheeling. And yeah. So, but it, it went off well. And uh, talking to Kevin Davis from Caravan Films, who is the producer of the show... He's already got that one, more than 75% edited, and we plan on releasing it on YouTube on November Friday, November 18th, which we're trying to kick it off by that date because we are taking the film crew down to Indianapolis, and we were invited to record at the Doomed and Stone Festival at the fifth quarter, Mona, Mona DiMaggio's place, which... Yeah. I mean, that's an awesome place. It's not big by any means, but, I mean, they have Crowbar through there. And yeah. Cannibal Corpse has played there. I mean, so many greats have played through there at Brimstone. And 
So we're going down there. I'm going to interview. We're going to catch up with Brimstone. I'm not going to do a big interview with them because yeah. I, I talk to them so much anyway. Um, Whorehound from Pittsburgh that mm-hmm. I've talked about numerous times. Shy Kennedy and her guys. Going to do an interview with them. Foghound from, I think they're from Maryland or D.C. area, some, mm-hmm. somewhere in that area. Really cool rock and roll, do me. It's that fuzzy shit that I dig. Yeah. Uh, Horse Burner. They're, they've agreed to an interview. Acaris from Indianapolis, which I've caught there before at, at fifth quarter. And uh, Void King, which is a new favorite of mine. I caught them at fifth quarter, July, something like that, and they, they blew my mind, man. It, I think the album is Into Nothing or This Is Nothing. I'm, uh, sorry, guys, from Void King for not knowing the name of the album, but it, it's a stellar, killer fucking Doom album. It, it's the... My favorite thing I've found since Brimstone, so definitely my favorite new band of the year would be this Void King. And during the uh, What's On Your Radar segment of the TV show, that's who I chose to talk about. Mm -hmm. They released, they're releasing a vinyl around Christmas time, so Santa Claus is going to bring me that son of a bitch. They've got a CD and I've got the 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 cassette, cassette. which I love that retro shit. I don't have a cassette player anymore. It's, I've got an eight track. I've got multiple uh, record players, but I don't have cassette player yet. So I need to come up with that. Um, I have that. I talked about them. Just uh, the on the radar segment was just you know what's what's on your radar. Somebody yeah. somebody hasn't heard about. We didn't go. It was like a minute long, something like that. And I think I showed a sticker in the album. And Book, he talked about, um, I think he did Megaton Hammer, yes, which yeah. you're familiar with, yes, uh, from Toledo, and that's that's kind of how it's set up, you know, it's set, the first two episodes are set up very similar to the VH1 mm-hmm. classic show that's of similar content, but we definitely put our own twist on it by putting underground up-and-comers yeah. on the bill. Now, it's it's definitely going to be a bit of a facelift. For the third episode, we uh, went up to Detroit Friday night and took the crew up to see Electric Citizen mm-hmm. at a place called Third Man Records, which is Jack White's joint. Yeah. And another band, Horizon. And I, I haven't done my homework on them. I have had two days since I saw the show, <laughs> but man, I have, I have been so busy with. I started another page, that local metal show yeah. page. And. I started at 10.30 this morning, and when I left the house, we were at 402 likes, so I'm, I'm pretty happy with the response to that. I, I don't know if that's any kind of record, but it definitely, <laughs> it's a record for Bascom, Ohio, yeah. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so that's another way to link people to the YouTube page, and yeah. I figured that would help me out in any kind of manner, because I'm really trying to get this out more than I've ever... I'm good at whoring shit out and <laughs> dropping names, you know that. Yeah. And, I'm trying to do as best I can because I think this is something that that could really get wings and and take off. Yeah, I, I hope so. I think so. Like I said, I watched it. I, I've seen this for first episode. Loved it. Think you're doing great things, and, that, and I'm sure you've heard us talk about that before. <sighs> we really need someone around this area like you. Okay. Um, <laughs> how receptive some people are in the immediate area. Well, our our audience is probably a little more receptive. We'll put it that way. Yours is, yes. I love your audience. So, <laughs> I do. <laughs> like I said, we get we, we've talked about this. Not the bash on the locals or anything too much, but it's and uh, you know we talked about this on with uh, canceled out a little bit. 
Uh, locals aren't always so sure what to make of a band of they've never heard of before. Right. Sure. So, I don't know where I'm going with this other than just... Put it on the table, man. Because like, <laughs> I don't mind talking about it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I've been jaded over the last six months of trying to promote shows in the Tri-County area. So, let's take the fucking gloves off, Faustoria. <laughs> this is where Chris Spradlin would say, Do you hear that? Northwest Ohio. Oh, yes. <laughs> talking about you <laughs> we're talking about you. no nothing i mean i don't, don't want to get too look at yourself in the mirror is that really what you want to be when jesus comes back is that what you want to be sitting there on your monitor not going out to the damn live entertainment that's five dollars across town well evidently so so i guess i'll be the the dumb schmuck up on the stage thanking the the few people that get it real talk yeah, real talk. Real shit. Hashtag. <laughs> you know, it's all fun and games till you empty your fucking bank account trying to profess your love to people that want to hear nothing but fucking Leonard Skinner. Man, the attitude's changed a bit since the last we met. But I still love original music. I'm still going to yeah. do what I do. I just It doesn't seem like this is the area to do so, or at least not in the magnitude that I have been trying I made a lot of mistakes. I, I think I flooded the market with a show a month. I, I think that's too much for this area. I I could give you a million things I think I did wrong, but I'm out of money to, to keep <laughs> venturing that. So I, hopefully the TV show takes off. And please don't anybody get me wrong and think I'm doing this for money. If I break even, I'm a happy, happy. fat dude. Yes. Yeah. But right now that. I'm losing weight because I, the, the cupboards are not as full as they once were. <laughs> And that's real shit. Well, and this this has always been a hard area to break ground and try and expose some people to new music. Some people get it. Right. Some are just they're just they're not interested. Right. And it's kind of frustrating. Well, it's and, changed so much in our lifetimes as musicians. Yeah. Because there's so much you have to compete against now with the inter- with uh, yeah. the internet and yeah. so many things to do. I mean, you could. We grew up when Cablevision was was very new, and people still went out and did stuff. stuff yeah. And Cablevision's the least of our things. I mean, you got you can you don't have to go to the nudie bar anymore. You got porn at your you know you got stuff. Oh, to but do. I still do. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not saying we don't. We are supporters of all things, live and local. But uh, I, I personally, I'm trying to help. Those uh, single mothers get a college education. Well, absolutely. And and they thank you for that. One dollar at a time. One lap dance at a time. Right on. I completely forgot where the fuck I was going to go. This it doesn't matter. That's what's great about the Punk Off podcast. This is true. Fuck, let's talk about Star Wars to remember what the fuck we were talking about. Oh, Rogue, Rogue One. One. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah baby. <laughs> Month and a half. Can't wait. I already warned the wife. I'm like, you realize what we're doing that week, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't forget about it because I have a seven-year-old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah. Uh, how many days? How many days, Dad? We going. <laughs> See, I'm not just a metalhead. I'm a nerd, too. Yeah. Love me some Star Wars. Just no free prizes this time, Star Wars related. Right. I still got Phasma sitting on top of my desk. That's in, awesome. In the headquarters. <laughs> and Wyatt wants it so bad, he's like, can I have it yet? No. no. <laughs> that was a major award, you little son of a bitch. Chris Bradley gave that to me when he won it, fair and square. Props to you, Christopher. Actually, 
I just remembered. We'll come back to Star Wars. But <laughs> <laughs> I do remember, and I don't remember which show it was at. Um, oh, actually, I do remember. It was uh, Curse the Wicked show. Because the buddy of mine, Cody, came out. Yes, yes. See it. He was one of the 16 people that came. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> and that is the thing. Me. That was an awesome show that night. Loved mm-hmm. it. And they were phenomenal. That was the one thing him and his wife both said. It's especially for an all age show. They couldn't believe there wasn't a younger crowd there as yep. well. Yep. Because the flyers were out, and that's what I, we were saying. I'm like, Christ, if I'd have been 16, 17 years old, heard there was local metal bands coming. To, I'd have went and checked them out at the very least. Yeah. So I don't know if that's just a lot of kids sitting at home on their phones on their tablets and laptops or. What? I don't know the answer. I, that's, I guess that's a part of being older, I guess. It's just part of that. I just, I don't understand. I've always enjoyed the live experience. Whether it was in a little shit hole in the side of a wall or a shit bar that I snuck into to see a band when I was younger. Or being, beer and shots and carry. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That yeah. Was, that, there's some stories there. That's a great night that I can't remember too much of. <laughs> Well, yeah. you think think the music like caters to an older crowd? I mean, it's, it's 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 live music. It's not some dude on a laptop playing beats. That's part of it. I mean, but it, it is very what I put together is a it's genre specific. But it's it's not. I mean, there's off genre stuff. Curse the Wicked is definitely old school thrash sound yeah. with a but, modern twist. But you've had some bands in there. For a, a would be more younger, yeah. That are into the more progressive metal, sure. Than... Bathhouse Betty, I mean that's system of a yeah. down type. You've got I've had Hemi Devils, which is a rockabilly thing. We've had uh, I love those guys, Crea Diaz, which covers the the sludge stoner Pantera fans that and, love that so much, and even crosses over to a little bit into the mushroom head area. Well, of course, yeah, because of gravy, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and, and I. I've definitely not given one thing and one thing only. No. Brimstone's cult, yeah. doom type Sabbathy music. Defy the Tide is uh, power metal, female led, but almost to a metal core because of the twin guitar mm-hmm. that is not power metal. I mean, it's. I've definitely given a wide array. I think I've given a wide array, so it's not. Yeah, I think Just a lot of the metal thing. genre in general has been represented, at least as far as I like to think so. And I, I did that. I mean, it was a, there was a method to the madness. Yeah, and there's some really heavy shit that I wanted to bring. I mean, everybody knows my association and my love for Space Monkey. But yeah, I don't think it's going to sell here. Well, guess what? Nothing I brought fucking sold there <laughs> either. So fuck, I should have had Space Monkey on here, but. I, I don't know. I, I tried to cover a bunch of different corners, and we did we did okay. It's yeah. not it's not like we had nobody out there. There were some shows that did better than I thought they would, and there's some shows even, that even I, I thought they would grow more as word right. got out and it, it kept going on. It went the opposite way. Yeah, it really did. I, I don't know. That's we had a hundred ish for the for the initial for the Creadia show. I know that this is 100 through the door, not yeah. talking bands and, and wives and girlfriends and all that. Yeah. I mean, all those people drank beer and shit. So, I mean, the bar made their fair share yeah. of the money on yeah. it. They had decent nights. Then the next show was the AOW show, which was a gathering. Yeah. And that was our biggest one to date, which that was a whole association. Yeah. We knew going in, we had at least 175 coming through the door in yeah. numbers. And we had very small turnout from the public, which that never really changed, but we had good numbers that night. And that kind of gave me a false sense of security thing. And 
this is definitely growing, man. We've almost doubled what our first show was. And the third show was Mississippi Bones, I believe. Yeah. With a local bringing in Mind's Eye View yeah. and Seth and his cats. And that show went well. We had around 100. Again, uh, maybe it even dipped a little bit over into 100. And we did well. We, there was money to be made on that show. That would have been June... July and then August was the Olathea show, which I really thought that was going to be the barn burner. I really, they had probably the biggest following of all the bands. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they played Bike Week in in Ohio, uh, in Sandusky, Ohio Bike Week, the two years in a row, opening for like Buck Cherry or mm-hmm. Non Point or one of them shit fucking bands. <laughs> Oops. I mean, disposable bands. Oops. I mean, Radio Rock. Whatever. But. <clears throat> So, yeah, I thought that was going to be the barn burner. We, we got about 50 on that, and I was really, really surprised. Now, those 50 got really fucking drunk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were very receptive <laughs> to spending money, so that was cool for the bar. The bar did well on that one. Uh, the next show was Curse the Wicked, which they are on the cusp of signing with a very major label, and I was hoping it happened before so, so then I could say blankety-blank recording artist, which we found out later, a month later, with Brimstone Coven. That didn't mean a fucking thing to anybody, because Brimstone Coven, of course, is signed to Metal Metal Blade. Blade. And I made a lot of phone calls to get the legalities right to be able to put that name on a fucking flyer and on an event shirt that Josh Eater put together from Custom Torso. And he was stoked as shit. I get to put a fucking t-shirt together that says Metal Blade Records. I can't believe it. Thank you so much. Yeah, we were the ones that were excited about the show. We had 43 pay through the door for that show. And that's when I really, this jading that you hear in my voice, really started to come out. (laughs) No, it it was cool. It was a good show. They put Uh everybody. I mean, you were there, of course. And the show went off without a hitch. It moved right along. We recorded. We had the uh, camera crew in there. We recorded the the TV show. So I just kind of came to the conclusion that that was part of this evolution of what we're putting together with the the Metal Militia. It started as a page on Facebook, and then it went to a podcast, thanks to you guys very much, from December last year being a guest on this. Brought Dave Wood in the mix and wanting to do a podcast, which once that fizzled out, you came, you stepped up the bat, and we went through that, and we just explained all of that. So yeah. then that was the podcast thing, and then when that fizzled out, I was like, oh, man, this is really, you know, okay, what's the next step? Is there going to be anything? Well, I, I've told a few people the story. Uh, in 2010, I was sitting at Kuma's Corners in Chicago, which is a metal bar, metal yeah. theme bar. All the burgers are the Priest and the Zeppelin, and... and that show that I talked about from VH1 was on the uh, the TV, and I'm watching it, and I'd been a fan of it since its inception. Yeah. Uh, man, this is a really good show. I really enjoy this show. The co-hosts are great. It, it's a good mixture. Somebody needs to make a fucking show where the underground is on here. You yeah. know, the up-and-comers, the ones that these guys can't talk about. You know, and they had that segment of their show where they would talk about an up-and-coming band, mm-hmm. which... You know, is my favorite part of the show. I, there were so many bands that I'd found out first time I'd ever heard of Ghost, Ghost was on, was that, on, there. on yeah. that show. They, they brought up the CD. I'm like, okay, check it out. Googled it and, you know, started. There was, I don't know, probably, if I were to guess, there's probably 30 bands that I heard of from that show. Yeah. So I always will have an affection for that show because it, it kind of showed me something I would have never known about. Mm. And then I, I believe I've taken that to the very next level. And, 
that's all I talk about is bands that the majority of people don't know about. Mm -hmm. And so the promotion came in and the shows were up and down, ebbs and flows. And it looks like it's transitioning to where maybe my promotion end is, I'm not saying it's over, but I definitely am going to step back because it took a lot of time away from doing I can only imagine, yeah. The, especially the amount of shows you were doing there for a while. Yeah. October was busy, man. Yeah. October, we had so many shows. And when I'm doing stuff there, that takes me off the road. Yeah. And the only reason anybody knows who the fuck I am, if anybody knows who I am, it's because of going to Wheeling, doing a show, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Cleveland. Fort yeah. Wayne, Detroit. And and people like that part of it that, holy holy shit, dude, you really love this enough to, to spend your own money. I have no sponsorship as far as, you know, nobody's lying in my pockets. Yeah. It's just really turned cool for me because I used to pay to go to all these shows so much. And now I'm invited to go to the shows. And this may sound bad, but I get so much shit given to me now. I, I, I still buy merch when I can. Like yeah. I bought... This electric citizen shirt. <laughs> I, I bought that one Friday night, but most times when I people will mail me shit or especially CDs, you know, check this yeah. out, check this out, and they've got a dog in the fight. They want me to, to promote it, mm -hmm. and, and I'll give my honest opinion of it. And there, there's been a couple that I really like the music, but the cats kind of came off like assholes. <laughs> so they know who they are because they haven't been on the page. <laughs> so I mean that's. That's where it's went. It went from yeah. me spending a lot of money to go do this to now uh, I'm still not getting paid to do it. And, of course, that's where I would love to be at some point or another. Oh, yeah. Getting paid to go from show to show. Are you fucking kidding me? That's, yeah. Yeah, that's, who, who wouldn't? It, yeah. You're living the dream at this point. For, for me, yeah. For, I mean, at least, yeah. I feel like I'm living the dream now just getting to meet these people. Yeah. And, and once again, the clientele that, that we didn't have here... The bands I go get to see, they wouldn't give a fuck anyway. I don't know who Electric Citizen is. I don't know who Ruby the Hatchet is. I feel sorry for you because those are those are fucking excellent bands, man. Yeah. It's, it's, and these are the same people that will tell you, man, music's dead. They they don't make good music anymore. Yeah. Well, you aren't looking. You're a fucking fool. You're. And when I try to give it to you and prove you wrong, <laughs> now it's like I won't let them tell me. I told that's horrible. That's I don't see that's that's terrible. What the fuck ever chode <laughs> uh, see Chris you don't have to be as much of a troll on this one you were worried about having to step nah, up the game, I, but I can just sit back and <laughs> soak it all in well somebody else profess hate I'm done <laughs> <laughs> well it, it is and we'll, we'll move off this very sensitive subject eventually but uh, <clears throat> I, I, I guess not to beat a dead horse but it is and that's the thing, because you've done some other shows, BG, Toledo. Yes. Crowd's a little more receptive. Crowd, area's a little bigger. BG's yeah. college town. Yep. That's and that's probably what what hurts it in the end. I get Chris over here, but I'm, I'm gesticulating <laughs> furiously. And Chris is making fun of me. But uh, I, that's, I know part of the, the idea you had in the beginning, and uh, to me it made sound sense, was... We're in the middle of area of an area where there's not much going on here, but there's a lot going around on the circumference. Of. Sure. We were like, it shouldn't be that bad for people to come here. And actually, to a point, I've met some cats at Venue 18. Came a distance out of the area. Yes. They saw one, or saw, came to see one band, mm -hmm. liked it, kept coming back. Yep. 
fortunately, we needed a lot more of those kind of people. But you're absolutely right. Some so some people got it. Yeah. That you know, plus story. It's kind of in the middle of. It's in the middle of nowhere, and then it's in the middle of everywhere, simultaneously. Yep. You're right. So, but that is the problem is we can't get enough of a local movement, I guess, going because yeah. the, the people that are in it now are in it, and it kind of seems like that's where we're capped at. Yeah. So, and there's enough people in between Tiffin, Fremont, Faustoria, Finley. There's enough music fans yeah. to sustain it itself. Yeah. And those are the ones that don't come out. And I, I guess my whole thing was, you know, if you asked me back in April, it, it's going to be hard to fail. That's what I was thinking because you've seen the light show we have. You've seen yeah. the sound we have or you've heard the sound yeah. we have. You've seen the stage and the facility is is to, in this area, second to none. Oh, yeah. It is the best facility for a live music experience. But I, <laughs> I've been told uh, quit, quit booking the nobodies. Oh. Okay. Ugh. Okay, Mr. Uh, keyboard promoter. What what should I book? Get real bands in, you know? Like, um, um, well, like who? I mean, please help me here. Yeah. Who, who should I get? Well, Faster Pussycat. Or did you know L.A. Guns was back together? No, but I didn't. No, I didn't know. I, I did, but... I somehow got out of the 80s. Evidently, you did not. <laughs> I progressed well, past high school. That's kind of my thing. It... I knew some of these bands are touring. That's great. They were in their heyday before. I'm, and I love all the old stuff I listen to. Sure. LA, oh, I will say LA Guns was not one of them, but mm. but that's me. <laughs> but I'm always... I like the bands I like. Misfits, you know, they're touring. Yeah. I don't want to pay what they are wanting for a ticket right now. No. Cause, and it is, and it's... As much as I love talking about the old days and everything else, too, I'm also older. I'm also kind of want to be like, well, what's next? Yes. And that's that's a lot of it for me. I'm like, I know there's, there's these bands I like. Still going to listen to them. Right. I don't have to see them, especially bands I've seen before. Yeah. I don't always have to see them again, especially if it's on a nostalgia trip. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what it is. It's really what it is. Normally, it's, there's not the new stuff that they're promoting doesn't have the substance that well let's be honest most of the time they aren't even playing their new stuff maybe one or two songs because from most it. people don't want to well, hear it once again <laughs> and you two are are very in tune and are receptive to listen you want new stuff you've heard the old stuff and, and you hold that near to your heart and mm-hmm. you have that certain stretch of highway where it goes in the disc player you know yeah. it's like oh I want to hear this you know but you guys are a lot like me. I mean, even though our genres of music are a little bit twisted apart, our our feelings are the same. Where you love, you appreciate artists yeah. and what they create. You're you're not one that loves to relive the past over and no. over and over, or well, go out and see somebody that's pretending to be someone else playing someone exactly. else's songs. Yeah. Well, and that is the thing, and not because I've got friends that do it too, and I'm not trying to bag on them, but I've seen them go to a lot of these nostalgia bands, you know, their nostalgia tour or whatever, 
Maybe, and I've seen them, and it, it is, for them, they're kind of reliving just being 18 again. Yes. Now, on a certain level, I, I understand that, because as you get an adult, you've got bills, you've got kids you got to pay for. Right. There, and you do. There's sometimes you want a night to just escape all that. But to me, that's also going to and checking out a new band and seeing their live show, especially if they're a really good band, yeah. is an escape for me as well. Mine too. You know, I'm, I'm older, I've... My heyday was passed. Uh, we're, we're, the, I hate to say it, we're kind of the elder statesmen. For, we are. But I still like to make new memories with my friends, right. with new bands. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. To me, that's that's the part I love about it. I can't go every weekend like I used to. That's one thing I give you, man, is you still, you soldier it out better than I could. Because I was like, man, I'd be Jeremy. I'd be fucking dead tired after. Oh, but. I'm, I'm definitely dead tired. <laughs> but I, I, as soon as I walk into a club, all the energy's there. There. It's the one thirty in the morning driving down the interstate getting home where I'm one eye in it going, fuck. <laughs> I can't get the windows down far enough. I can't get the radio loud enough. Turn the AC on. Oh, it's, uh, I'd still like to do that, but you know. I like pussy. Yeah. And I don't think I'd get any if I was gone every weekend. And also, <laughs> I'm poor enough as it is. I think I'd be even more broke if I was giving half to somebody else. <laughs> Been there. And you think you're only going to give half away? Sixty <laughs> percent? A little bit closer. <laughs> No, and that leads to the most important part of everything that I do is the support group that I have in my family. I mean, my wife is a saint when it comes to this. <laughs> I, I have tried numerous times to picture my first wife allowing me to do this. <sighs> no way. No way. I mean, there, I couldn't you go to Kroger. Allow. We're men, Dan. We do yeah. it. Like repercussions <laughs> be damned. Like wait, pussy. wait. You said it earlier. I like pussy. Well, you know what? I'm quite fond of it myself, sir. Yes. Uh, the first wife. No, I, I. there was time. I couldn't go to Kroger and get milk. If I was more than a minute late, I mean, she knew what aisle it was in, how long it took to step that far. And, yeah, this would never have been. So, I mean, you, you were said earlier, that we're not in our heyday anymore. At times, I honestly feel that this is... This is definitely the most successful I've ever been in my life of trying to create something, something and yeah. seeing the fruit bear. But well, I mean, more of just as when you're in your twenties, you can be like, "Nah, I'll catch up on sleep later." I'll, right? Yeah, you're right with that. I'll pass out for an hour and I'll go do this. And yeah, because I definitely had a lot of that <laughs> in, in my youth. I'm paying for it now. Yeah, I live quite a duality because if you catch me 9 to 5, Jeremy, Monday through Thursday, you know, I'm the 9.30 yawning, uh, are you ready for bed? And yeah, at ten o'clock, if I'm still up at 10 o'clock on a Tuesday night, holy shit, what the hell? <laughs> but then again, I'm up till 4 a.m. every weekend, you know, at a show Friday and Saturday in Pittsburgh or Covington, Kentucky or wherever it's at. It's all worth it. I don't regret it. I've learned so much. In these last two years that I've started documenting all of this, because it really, the, the NWO Metal Militia stuff is not quite two years old yet, but yeah. I've honestly been doing it for a long time. I just never documented it and had a name for it. Yeah. You know? It used to be a lot more of Zeppelin and I, my son, going to shows, and now that he's got his own band going on, and he recently moved out of the house and moved in with his girlfriend, and they've got a, a cool little pad and got his own gig going yeah. you now. So we, we rarely get to go to shows Friday night. He, he and uh, Cassie and 
my oldest daughter Dana, we all went to Detroit with Kevin and got to see that Horizont show with Electric Citizen. And that was a, a, a nice night out for me because I got to hang with the boys. Since yeah. he's moved out of the house, we've gotten along so much better. And we used to butt heads <laughs> quite a bit yeah. the last year. And yeah, he's a man. It was time for him to get out and make mm-hmm. his own set of rules. And, and it was a good thing that happened. But we got to enjoy the show. I, I had a blast. As tired as I was after working a full day. Plus, I did, oh shit, I didn't even talk about that. I did a radio interview yeah, yeah. At, at 6 six o'clock uh, Friday morning for uh, KRMA radio out of Kent State mm. so I, I did an interview with them talked about you guys thank you you're welcome appreciate it absolutely and that'll be up Seth uh, oh damn I can't remember his last name it's the Seth Metal Show yeah pretty cool um, He he's six to nine a.m. on KRMA radio out of Kent State I think it's on the campus of the university um, if not, it's in Kent in that area. But he's he does a lot of underground stuff, mm-hmm. probably like next level national underground stuff. If that makes sense, I mean, yeah. that makes sense to you guys. But some of the bigger band, the triviums and, yeah. and things of that nature, where I'm definitely more local because him being from the eastern side of the state, I'm hitting him with all these local bands that I think that's like he definitely knows them, and he's like, oh no, not heard of them, not heard of them. I'm like, whoa, no shit. They're from Akron, they're from Canton, they're from Cleveland, but he's like that next level up. Yeah. Big supporter, though. Big, yeah. Really got a cool thing going on over there, and I met up with him through Chris Olathea. She had done an interview with him a month ago, and she said, you know, check this show out. So I listened to it at work. I've got my phone plugged into my radio, and I'm listening to her. It's her interview for like 20 minutes. She talked about her band for like five minutes, and she gushed about the militia for like 10 minutes, talking about me. Nice. And I'm like starting to tear up. Like, holy shit, man. People really, to see someone appreciate what you're doing, you know, it's a good feeling. It's not falling on deaf ears. And, well, some people it definitely is falling on deaf ears, but there are people that get it. It's still nice to know you're appreciated on some level, that you're at least making some impact. Yeah. People, someone gets it. It's a great feeling, man. So I, I hooked up with him and, and did the interview Friday, which we talked a lot about launching the TV show. It, we launched it at noon on sun, on Friday afternoon from work, which was... <laughs> that shit's always tricky, man. And, and Kevin runs the YouTube page. Yeah. And, and he had just put me on there so I could do all that. And I'm still trying to figure out the YouTube stuff because the Facebook deal, I got that shit down. Yeah. But you know very well I'm not a tech person whatsoever, and I'm trying to figure out, okay... We're, we're trying to work on that song. Okay, <laughs> if I hit this, does that totally squash the whole episode, and Kevin comes and shoots me in the face? So I said, Kevin, just set your alarm at 11.55, make that shit public, and then I will launch it from there. So that's what we did, so I wouldn't fucking yeah. fat finger anything and totally fuck up a month's worth of work. So, yeah, that's what we did. So I talked about that on the show, and, and that was fun. So I was super tired from... I got up extra early... To do the interview with him. We were supposed to talk for 20 minutes. Turns out I talk a lot. We did that's, 42 minutes. That's hard to imagine. I, I know you can't believe it. You've, you've never had a discussion with me. Everybody, everybody now is listening going, yeah, I didn't even know they were in the room. Fuck, you've been talking your mouth for the last four So we did that. Went to, went, I, yeah, I did work sometime I'm in there too. I'm still here. You're super quiet today. I don't know what's up with you. Sober day. Uh, that's the difference. No beers. What's up, man? What gives? Taco Bell. Well, at least here you have a place to poop. <laughs> yes. That's the only problem going out to shows anymore. 
It's a lot different standing in front of the speaker than it is behind it. Are you a picky pooper? No. No? No, just an often fre- a frequent one. Yeah. Me too. Something, Something's going on with me. I'm getting old. Well, we went and saw the Heavy Devils. They didn't want to poop at Howard because <laughs> no doors on the stall. Yeah, that's that. I kind of draw the line at that too. I gotta have a little bit of privacy, man. <laughs> yeah, looking out the you're on the stall, or you're looking out the door at the band on the stage. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> at least you're not missing anything, right? right. Um, speaking of heavy devils, are you guys going back up to Nikki's? I am. Uh, wife wanted to go again, which works for me. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, gonna check them out. I love uh, them guys, man. Me too. Uh, Rob sent me uh, uh, three tracks from the the upcoming album. Mm-hmm. Hubba hubba! If, if you liked, I've been checking out. He's one, been doing the live feeds every so often. Yeah. I've been checking out when I have time some of the stuff. And yeah, it's, to me, it's, it's gonna sound awesome. They've it been, sounds like it's gonna be the perfect companion to yeah, the last it's album. volume two. Of yeah, exactly. For sure. I, I've heard a couple of them live as well. I've got some videos of. Them, a few of the songs done live at like the five o'clock lounge in Lakewood, yeah. and uh, I still need to get there yet. Oh, dude, that place is so cool. They got shut down on on Halloween. I saw that. I was like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had. Well, I had um, once again through the connection of the militia, they found out about uh, Rocket to Roswell. Yeah, because I saw them on a, of all bills, a bill with brimstone. Down in Columbus at uh, Rennie's place by Anheuser Busch, and I fell in love with them. And that's something that's not in my comfort zone. No, whatever. It's, it's, it's a little more rockabilly. It's definitely up. Yeah. stand up bass, man, yeah. and big old hollow nice. body guitar, sideburns, greased back hair. Fuck yeah, I dig the shit out of them. And Hemi Devils are that with metal added yeah. so they found out through my page and they were right on board man and, and they've hooked up now so there's a connection from Columbus to Cleveland that's happened and I, I'm very proud to, to see shit like that happen <laughs> yeah, it's oh, like yeah. you know that was because of some effort of mine that these bands have, have got to meet and I don't mean to take all their credit but but there there's something to that yeah if if you hadn't had the militia page up you hadn't been going to shows who knows if they'd ever really manage to cross paths one way or another. Sure. So, yep. yeah, I definitely... So you, you, you had an assist. Yeah, there was definitely an assist on there. It hit the backboard, I put it in. So, <laughs> there there was that. They got shut down on... Uh, Rocket to Roswell got to play their full set, so that's cool. But I guess the Hemi Devils were too fucking loud, which I can't believe for a second. <laughs> Those guys are fucking killer, man. Oh, and, no, and man. You, you've seen them, and I, I would... I would encourage you to sometimes see them in Cleveland, Lakewood area in their own element because there's an extra layer of stank they put on a show. <laughs> I, I can't tell you what it is because I don't, I can't put my finger on it, but there's yeah. that extra swagger that all of them have, man. And it, it's great. But those, those three new tracks, they've been recording at Brainchild in Cleveland. Mm. And it's, it's going to, if you dug number one, you're going to dig number two. Gonna, Man, first we was talking about pussy, then he was talking about being a middleman, then he was talking about putting some stank on it. Yeah, now they're going to drop I, the deuce. I'm starting to You got to poop. <laughs> Miss the wife. Either you need pussy or you got to poop. One of the two for crude. <laughs> Priorities, man. Just don't do them together. That's, some people are into it. Are you into that? Uh-oh, you're one of them, aren't you? <laughs> no shysa. <laughs> no shysa. <laughs> Shit. 
So, yeah, that's a show I wish I could I could go with yeah, you uh, in Indianapolis. Yeah, because uh, Rob, I think, had actually mentioned it the night they got shut down that they were going to be in VG. Yeah, yeah. So, because the wife actually, she saw it before I did. She goes, do you know the Heavy Devils are going to be in VG? And I'm like, well, I think I knew they were going to be, but not, I didn't have her a date yet. She goes, well, Rob just put something off. She's like, you want to go? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> so, and she's all about seeing it, so... Cool. Bathhouse Betty's going to be there. Yeah. So. Bathhouse is on that building. Uh, the other two. Oh, man. I just forgot the other two bands. On the, the one I've been wanting to check out. The, yes. Yeah, the Living That's Dead. right. That's right. That's going to be a good bill, dude. Yeah. What a good bill. Nikki, man. I I love Nikki Cordy. She, I fed her a couple of the bands that I knew I couldn't put up here. Yeah. And I, I, I envy her so much because she has that leisure that she can give a band a chance that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I couldn't. I mean, she's definitely got another avenue that I didn't have. And I, if she ever needs anything, I'm I'm at her beck and call, man. I, I dig that chick. I love what she's doing up there. I love the interview you guys did with her. I was jealous. I'm that was part of that. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a good thing, man. And yeah. there, there isn't a better person in the area that could run that club right now, the promotion end of it, because she's got her her finger on the pulse of, oh, yeah. of music, and it, not any one genre. No, she's all over the joint, and you got to love her for that. She is a promoter of of local live, beautiful music, and her son's a fucking great artist. My God, Jordy! Damn. Every time I see that kid, it's like that's why I don't play because I would look so dumb near that guy. <laughs> it's so young, so it's such a yeah. Yeah. Music's not dead, people. No. Nope. The younger generation is, is bringing it. You just got to go out and support it. Well, that was one of the reasons we wanted to have after seeing him, especially at Andy's. Because I'd seen him on Bill a couple times, Manifest Destiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's one of the reasons, <laughs> despite. Brandy heckling me up <laughs> <laughs> in I wanted to have him on because it was just nice to see the younger dudes out there still get it. Yep. Still. Oh, yeah. And he is very much, I always love seeing the vocalist that tries to get the crowd into it as much as, as possible. And Brandy does that. And even to the point of <laughs> Brandy might fun kick your ass guys. if you don't, if you don't go where he says, he's going to come out and put you where he said, you're going to, Brandy Pierce don't fuck around. Definitely, he brings the fucking that that night. That was a fun night. I met up with you guys yeah. at, at the warehouse. Yeah. My first time there. That that was talk about out of my comfort zone. I mean, that's definitely something I haven't been around a half. That's true. Time. I didn't think about, especially with you two guys, because for me that place was like a second home for a long. Sure, time. you so, you introduced me to it. I had not even heard of it. Yeah. So, Andy and his warehouse one again, once again for me. He's another one. I'm glad he exists. I'm glad it's around. Mm-hmm. Another thing, because I think the area needs it. So, Andy will give the chance to any band Mm -hmm. that wants to come up and play. Right. Good, bad, and different. Right. So. And I enjoyed everything about that night, man. I took my my Dana with me, my 19-year-old, and... Yeah, your daughter was definitely in the element after a while. Oh, yeah. Well, her boyfriend to go or so... A kid from Port Clinton, and he skated, and a pretty good skater. And so, she's, she's been subjected to that. Even though he's not into that style of music, but yeah. pretty good skater. So she, when she walked in, she seen this half pipe there, and she's like, "This might be the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> I'm like hell yeah! And I was honestly thinking the same thing myself because there's a fucking band playing on a stage that I gotta wait for somebody to crash so I can walk <laughs> through the half pipe to go check out the how, dude. That's cool as shit, man. I felt like we had a little bit of Southern California in Northwest Ohio. I was. 
I was definitely down. That was a fun fucking night, man. That was really cool. Great cause. I hope you can get enough money to get that fucking roof together. Me too. Have you heard any progress? I know we had another show after that. Uh, yeah, he's been trying to get a couple. Of, man, yeah, man, he's been having a lot of like all like one. One was Monday night. And I yeah, know a lot I of guys were having problems. Like I can't get off work to either play or go. Right. So. But yeah, I've tried to help Andy out any way I can. Yeah, we right. donated some money that night just to help. I know they're getting closer, but yeah, they're still they still need they still need some 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 cachitos yet to get that roof finished. So And that's something I, I really there's many reasons I want my stuff to succeed. But I would love to be able to get to where monetary monetarily subjected where I have a budget let's say where yeah. I have a budget because I, that's something a cause like that I'd give money to that shit as much as I could mm-hmm. I threw around some extra money that night just to try to give as much as I, I could it's a great cause yeah. there were so many we were the elder statesmen but there were kids in their teens there were definitely a lot of 30 somethings yeah. I was surprised by the 30 somethings that were there and 40 yeah. somethings I mean Seth Runyon had showed up, yeah. so you had some some other local bands that were not on a bill that showed up to support. That's what I've always wanted to see happen, and then in such a cool environment, man, yeah. I, I I hope I can uh, do something with my end because I definitely would throw some money to make sure that motherfucker gets a roof. Yeah, for sure, because I would never want to see that place die. Once I've been subjected to it, it's like that has to keep going. Going exactly. Because it is. It, it is one of the few places that still brings everybody together. also keeps everybody off the streets as far as, sure. especially the younger crowd. Mm-hmm. They got somewhere to go on the weekend. So, or on Friday night, and just, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, Andy's a cool dude. Can't say enough about that cat. Love him. Known him forever. Hope he can keep doing it. Hope he can, I hope he can get the money he needs all total for that. Same so. here. And I hope I can help out in, in some manner. More than one we've already done. That's definitely cool, and, and I've not seen it anywhere else. That, that was not not around here. No. I walked into a fucking barn, and that was cool. <laughs> the combination of the <laughs> it was funny because they had little five gallon pickle pickle buckets set up everywhere, and it was everything was so clean when I got there. You had everybody was crushing their cans and putting them in the. Then <laughs> <laughs> by the end of the night, there's a table oh, that's yeah. smashed. Oh shit! Scary Green went up, and Andy comes through and grabs one of those and dumps it on his head, motherfucker! <laughs> so everybody's like, "Fuck me!" Air cans are flying everywhere, and then I see him suplex the fucking coffee table. Yeah. Like, what, the, what the shit just happened, man? <laughs> so cool! To to a round of applause and yeah. a nice little fucking pit starting up. That was that was some groovy shit. Had to move a little bit of the expensive equipment yeah, away. That's, well, that's what we were doing when I was getting grandpa's shit. new hip over. <laughs> <laughs> Old fart oh, stepping out, stepping out of the pit. I didn't know what to expect. I thought one, you know, I'm going to be one of the older guys here. Yeah. And if anybody does know me, I'm a metal guy, not so much a punk guy. So how am I going to be? What is the response going to be? Everybody was so fucking cool, man. Yeah. Everybody was very cool. There were so many guys that come up and said, I love what you do. I, I didn't really even know who they were. And it was amazing that this whole different area uh, had been aware of something I'd yeah. been doing. So that was 
that was a little bit of a mind fuck too, and it made me realize that you know this is little shit like that's what gives me the charge. Which made, which reminds me, I think I did tell the story a little bit on a previous podcast, but you and I are staying in our taco from canceled yeah, up comes up, start talking to you, and he's he talking about how he checked out what you've been doing, loved what you've been doing, and said somebody was going to start a. He goes, somebody needs to start start like a punk division yeah. of the NWO, and I'm, what am I? Slice fucking liver? I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Have you not met Mr. Destroyed? <laughs> <laughs> so it was cool. I took it intro. You know. Yeah. It was funny. But I've seen something grow since then. I mean, Tacos actually joined my page mm-hmm. and, and kind of, and I've shared a few of their videos and I've got, I've pretty much got that whole entire night up until Casket Company, which I've got so much Casket Company stuff I didn't bother recording any of that, but I'll... I just don't want to oversaturate with any one band yeah, all the time. One time. And I've done that at times and, and heard some negativity. So, you know, I, I did another uh, canceled out song two or three nights ago, something like that. Yeah, because I reposted it. For, did you? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's, you know, it's the metal militia, but man, it's it's really the original music militia, in my opinion. Well, that is the thing we've talked about. And I think a little bit on, on the old NWO podcast, on and off, is... As much as you love the name, painted yourself in the corner a little I mean, bit more yeah. than you wanted to with it. Right. But it, it is what it is. So, And I've been chastised for it. I mean, everybody is has their opinion. But the ones that get it, yeah. that, that I cater to them. And and they totally understand. And now, I mean, for me to change the name after two years, that would be yeah, such just, a faux pas. Like, yeah. Well, just faux pas. It's not metal militia. It's music militia. That's M.M. Yeah, well, then I have to change Northwest Ohio because you cover shows in Cleveland and you cover shows in Wheeling, West Virginia. That's not Northwest Ohio. Really? I got a fucking map, son. I know. <laughs> but when I started, I started here. Here, yeah. I wanted to go larger, so I went larger. And if, if you... Well, it doesn't mean you're just watching shows in Northwest Ohio. Right, that's like, where I'm from. What air... What is around this area? What If you're in the Northwest Ohio... What can you do? Right. Where are you going to go? What, what are you going to hear, you know? Right. Yeah. And But if you, you go online, you see, um, we'll just throw some out there that, that I can name off the top of my head. Toledo Metalheads is a page that mm-hmm. that talk about painting yourself into a corner. I mean, it's Toledo Metalheads. So that pretty much says we're going to cover Toledo shows. So they have their stuff. And I get a lot of information from their page. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're really active. Sometimes it lays dormant for a minute or so. You've got the, was it South... East Michigan something or metal something. I'm I'm a member of it and it doesn't sound like I'm very active with that but there's a lot of these pages and they do the same thing but they're they're very geographically specific. They don't do the traveling that I do and that's why it kind of grew from there because I saw these other ones that wow I'm not standing out at all. I'm just kind of in this lump of guys covering Toledo shows. Yeah. And nothing against Toledo shows because I have a lot of great friends in Toledo. But how it happens was this six degrees of separation, this Kevin Bacon shit. Yeah. You, you go to a show for a Toledo You've seen Kevin Bacon in Toledo? Actually, I no, I, I saw him. I saw ICP at North Baltimore once, but that's another story. It's <laughs> not even tall. Tell that story. I don't even. <laughs> tell it, Jello. Okay, this would have been... It's really not that interesting, but it's just... Really? Little, it's about ICP. How could it not be interesting? It's, about, it's just a fun fact. Uh, right before Riddlebox came out, I, this is still... Let's see. I would have been... 
Let's see. I would have been dating Judy at the time, but we weren't married. We weren't living together. Mm-hmm. I would kill time if my other friends were at work or whatever. <clears throat> I would kill time, go to the North Baltimore Traveler's Mall. For those that don't know, right off I-75, there's a Traveler's Mall that's been there, Jesus, since mid-80s long at least. Time, long time. Long time. You were trolling for lat lizards, weren't you? No. no they had a lot lizard. They, oh, they, they were there, but they had two arcades that were cheap. Right. So I would go there. And feed quarters to the machine or play pool, whatever. Yeah. And a lot of my other friends would hang out there, so it was kind of a meeting place. So I went up there one day, and I see two Chevy vans, flat blacked, with this weird little clown coming out of, out of a box. I'm like, well, that sort of looks familiar. And this was like two weeks before Riddlebox got, okay, so. got released. So I'm like, that's weird. That's Looks kind of familiar to me, but because I had listened to Ringmaster at that point, so I was fairly familiar with him at that point. And didn't think I much of it. It was fueling up, and I was like, huh, that's kind of weird. I'm like, must be a band. Mm-hmm. Knew that much, you know. So I went to Traveler's Mall. Well, a, little, a couple minutes later, I see the vans are parked there close to the front. And I see two guys, two white guys walking around. One's real big. One dude's got dreads. And I'm like, that's Guy Fieri. Guy, <laughs> Guy Fieri, where the no? I was, I was like, kind of look familiar. I'm like, I know they're in a band. What the fuck? What band are they from? So, and I didn't think anything about it until two weeks later. We went up to Toledo, Best Buy for something or other, and the new Riddlebox album was right. featured on the end cap. These guys are insane. And it had that same fucking. Clown yeah. coming out of the box, real box thing, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" Huh. <laughs> that was Jay and Shaggy Two Dope. So that was it. That was it. That was my yeah. Like I said, wasn't that interesting? But it was one I got to see him without the makeup. So now they have since at least appeared a few times without the makeup on. But sure. So yeah, that was the, your taco story with Clutch is much more interesting. <laughs> He still owes me seven fifty for some tacos. Seven fifty. Okay, I don't have to. I'm putting that in a fucking song. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm just loosely tiling it. Brush with greatness, where we all have these stupid little. Neil Fallon owes me seven fifty for so some tacos. So that's going to be a line on the song. Is at the Orbit Room, the, <laughs> the Mexican restaurant was on the border. It's not too far from the Orbit Room, and I was with Rocky Moon and Will Ellis from American Sharks. Yeah. And Nick Cornetti, the drummer, had to stay back and do merch. And he was yeah. a little pissed at us. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looked at me like, you do merch, and I'll go get some food. And I thought, well, I'm keeping all the fucking money then. <laughs> so he decided he was going to do merch. <clears throat> Which they just released a new song. I did see that uh, somewhere. White something. Damn it. I, I watched the video one time. It's very trippy. Very, uh... Their music... It's it's still very American Sharks, but you can tell they've evolved. They've gotten older together. Honestly, three guys touring the world from Austin, Texas, and they've been pumping out that album for, I think it was an 11 release, and they still just have the one album. I mean, they've got some new material now with this new release, but one of my greatest things with American Sharks is uh, for whatever reason the last two years they've toured with a band called Clowns down in Australia 
February, both years. My birthday's in February, mm-hmm. and on the my birthday's February 24th. And on the 23rd, two years ago, of 14, I get a text from Rocky Moon, the lead singer, and he's like, happy birthday, Jeremy. I'm like, whoa, well, thanks a lot, dude. Thanks a lot for remembering my birthday, even though it's not till tomorrow. I appreciate it. He goes, no, I'm in the other hemisphere. It is your birthday here. And he's done that two years in a row, man. I was like, that's fucking cool, man. So I've got... That's awesome. I've got friends that remember me on my birthday, even when they're in Koala Land. <laughs> well, man, we've been oh, yakking wow. for a while. I was confused there. I thought for a second the band was called Clowns Down in Australia. I didn't know you was actually... No, the ba- they were... Band Clowns in Australia. Yeah, yes. I guess they're very big in Australia. They're from Australia. Yeah. And their name is Clowns, and they always invite American Sharks to come and, and tour with them. February, March of... Well, the last two years. I don't know if it's forthcoming again this year, but I've really kind of lost touch with those guys. I became a huge fan of them while I was chasing Red Fang. Yeah. And then they went on tour with Guar and COC and got to do that whole monstrosity that is Guar. That's talk about some backstage weird shit. Joey DeLorean will tell you, he's a sex slave for him. He knows all about that shit. Yeah, they, you need uh, to get your passport in order that way. <laughs> go down under next year. Yeah, this yeah. Year. it's very expensive to yeah. go to Australia. Very, very expensive. Um, before we got off onto the ICP stuff, we were talking about the six degrees of. Oh yeah, yeah, Kevin. Yeah, and that's that's where the NWO stuff got bigger because you you go see a band, and then there was a touring band. The touring band was from Cleveland, mm. and I thought they were dope. So I clicked like on their page, became a fan of theirs, and they're from Cleveland. So the next Cleveland show, I'm like, I'm going to go check them out. So I drove to Cleveland, checked out the band, and I met another band from Cleveland. That was really fucking good. Well, I became a fan of theirs. So I'm on their page. The next time they have a show is in Cleveland. I went back to Cleveland, saw that show. There was another band that was touring coming through that they were really fucking good. They were from Cincinnati, so I go to I become a fan fan of their page. I'm checking out their shit. Their show's in Cincinnati. I go to Cincinnati to catch a show. There's another great band that's touring from Wheeling, West Virginia. Blah 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 blah. And if you want to devote your time like I do, that's this is how this happens. It wasn't any other than selling my soul initially. There's been that. <laughs> <laughs> having a very supportive family to do so. And that, that's sold your soul and you're like no refunds no no well I only <laughs> sold half my soul my wife got ah, most okay. of it the, the ex-wife got most of it in the divorce she got the 60% of it so I had 40% of all soul left and I'm like <laughs> what do I want to do with this useless soul I want to follow metal bands and join a cult because I do even remember that in the early days of the NWO because there were a lot of people that also just thought you were from Cleveland oh yeah at one point oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I definitely spent a good majority of 15, the early part of 15 especially, in Cleveland. It's a great scene. It's still yeah, a great yeah. scene. I've said that from back in the days when I used to go catch shows and, like, would see Rollins be in the flats. And I'd be like, if I lived here, I couldn't work. Yeah. I would be having yeah. fucking shows all right. the time. Unless my job was going to shows and being a critic. And I don't like being that big of an asshole. Right. Being a critic, but... I envy so many of my friends, you know, Tree, the queen yeah. of the scene. I mean, she lives in Lakewood, and she can walk to five different places that have killer bands on a Wednesday, you know. Yeah. 
I live here, like you guys live here. If you want to go to a show of any magnitude, you got to travel. I guess, yeah, got to go an hour to Toledo. Mansfield starting to really get some shit together yeah. with that new uh, whiskey warehouse. Yeah, they're they're getting a scene going down there, and they, there is some damn good talent in Mansfield. Bone Saw and uh, Crimson, First Resist, just to name a few. Uh, Besiris has got Dillingers. They're starting to. Yeah. To get their stuff together, I mean, they booked a big act with Brett Michaels is going to be there. And you can go see Brett Michaels and Besiris for a general admission ticket of a low cost of $65. Yeah. Ooh, that so. sounds kind of expensive. What? The county Fair. It's Brett Michaels. <laughs> oh, you mean it's not at the county fair? No, it's in a concert bin. Oh. I love what they're doing down there. They, they've really got their... Shit together, but uh, somebody must have really overpaid on that one. Yeah. Wow. And it's like 65 and a, uh, I think it's a 115 ticket for a meet and greet or something like that. Well, you know, every rose has its thorn. Everyone does. Everyone does. And it's like every night has its thorn. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Man, it's got a migraine. Actually, full disclosure, him and I used to annoy people at work in the break room doing really? whatever rose has its thorn. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> wow, bad. Bad, bad, bad. Like, you guys suck. Yes, I know. Yeah. I would say of all the people um, that I deal with on a regular basis that, that I envy, uh, Shelly Adams is her name. She lives in Columbus. She's the real metal militia. That that girl, every night of the week is at a show. I there's no exaggeration. At least four nights every week, she's at a show. Damn. Every every week. Sometimes it's seven nights a week, and she gets it, man. She goes and pays two, three, five dollars for these low dose shows on a Wednesday night. Well, when we recorded the pilot episode, I was supposed to go down to Woodlands Tavern in Columbus that Sunday night yeah. and uh, interview Black Pussy, and. I was so drained that I just couldn't do it. And I, I called Aaron Poplin, the bass player, and said, man, I really appreciate this opportunity, and I hope this doesn't spoil anything in the future for us, but I, I can't. Yeah. I, mean, I am so drained after all these shows, and it was a long, one of the longest weekends of my life yeah. as far as putting shit together, a TV show, and promoting the Brimstone show. So I missed out on that, but she went to that show. And it's not just us, guys. That's in Columbus. It was a Sunday night show, but it was an early show. Yeah. And she let Columbus have it. She had a, a little post <laughs> the next day. She was not fucking happy. But there, there was not a, a good turnout for, you know, the national coming through. Plus, they had a couple of locals. They yeah. also had Druid, which I've talked about in oh, the, yeah. the three young kids from uh, Athens, Ohio. They were on the bill. And... Rat Bastard Syndicate, which is a local. Okay. And they, they had a very poor turnout. It wasn't any of the band's fault. We all have seen this. It's yeah. just, I know it's a Sunday night, and, and I get that, but it was like a, a low bill, started early, and not many people showed up. And she is a supporter of so much music and live entertainment. I My hat's off to her. I, I wish I could do what she does. And I get so much credit for all this shit, and I'm like, have you guys like checked out where trees at where Shelly's at I mean all these people Andy Adams act from Toledo that oh yeah I know I love that dude that Me dude too. is a lover of live entertainment as well man he went to Detroit with us too so, such a good help man that guy's a wealth of knowledge but all all these guys are 
in the big metro, metropolitan metropolitan area yeah. and are able to to go to a show that's uh, Toledo's not great at that. I mean, a lot of times there isn't anything going on during the week for the size of that town. That's that's a little saddening, but yeah, when you keep doing shows and, and nobody shows up, it's well, I, <laughs> I know it firsthand. You can't keep doing it. Yeah. And Brock has a lot. Brock Curry from Innovation Concerts, he does a lot of the the week shows. I've seen some. Well, I saw Black Pussy there on a Wednesday, September twenty eighth or whatever, and and he did it in my opinion the right way. Black Pussy, your national from Portland, came through, and they had uh, Bathhouse Betty was the support mm-hmm. act, and that was the only two bill two bands on that bill, which we've all talked in length. You know, I, I hate the loaded seven, eight, yeah. nine bands. Everybody gets fifteen minutes. Starts at six p.m. and you know it's gonna run all the way till bar close on a Wednesday, and then you bitch about well nobody came out. Well, holy shit, dude! Man, that's a lot to the to ask for. And then you have all the local bands sell your fucking tickets for you and all that. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. But this was a great show. It started it. They ended up. They did back it up a little bit because it was a sparse crowd. Yeah. But I think Jana Powell and I went up there, and I think we were home by eleven thirty midnight somewhere on in there, and. Great show, Black Pussy. If you're not hip to them, get hip there. If you like that '70s retro rock and roll, man, it's it's good stuff. A lot of bell bottoms and butterfly collars, and <laughs> it's straight four four music, but it's yeah, yeah. to me it's very sexy. It's it's some cool shit. And those cats are they were very receptive and nice and hanging out and <clears throat> they were. I could, I could get up for some Black Pussy. Who couldn't? I mean, yeah, it's it's an overdone joke, but I'm not kidding. <laughs> Who doesn't love black pussy? Yeah, it might be overdone on your end, but it's the first time you've had it on a podcast, so it sounds like I'm an innovator. You are but an really, innovator. Really, really, we, we both know the truth. You are an innovator. <laughs> All right, fellas, as much fun as this is, I noticed it's daylight savings time. It is starting to get dark already. Holy shit. Parts unknown. <laughs> the street lights are coming on. Uh, so what all have you got coming up, Jeremy? Okay, real quick, uh, the, this coming weekend, when are you gonna have this one out? Uh, I'll probably be out by Tuesday. Oh, okay, cool. Um, this Saturday, the 12th, I will be at Iggy's in Lakewood for Space Monkey, and they're bringing my boys from Toledo, Moojaw Creek, including my co-host from the show, Buki. Mm -hmm. Uh, they're bringing Moojaw to Iggy's, and... I think it's Radiatrics. It'll be a new one for me. I've heard a lot about them, but I'm not hip to them yet. So that'll be a, a cool one for me. Saturday night, probably going to crash at Tree's Pad at the Tree House, if you will. <laughs> um, the following weekend, following weekend is Indianapolis. It's Doomed and Stone Festival, which is the 18th and 19th, mm-hmm. but it starts at like five o'clock on Friday. I can't make it the Friday, yeah. so the film crew and I and Jana Powell and her husband Justin are going to dip down uh, early Saturday morning. Hope to get there around lunch. I talked to Mona DiMaggio, the owner, and uh, Melissa Collins is actually the promoter of the show. Her and I have been in contact back and forth, but Mona is setting us up with a room to do interviews. Cool. We're going to interview Horseburner, Void King, Whorehound, Foghound, do a little catch-up with uh, 
Brimstone and Acaris from Indianapolis. So we got those six interviews. Those will be used on an upcoming episode of the show. Cool. Really got a Game of Thrones type feel with all the horses and hounds. Horses and, and hounds, man. Very doomy and occult like. <laughs> uh, that's the 19th, so that puts us the very next Wednesday. I've got a show here in Faustoria, venue 18, and that is going to be Day Old Hate from Cleveland area. Um, Chris Sullivan, bass player, mm. Sully, everybody knows him as Sully bassist. He used to play with Olathea. His band, uh, really good cats. I, I've only actually caught one show, but they are promoters of, of new music and really good stuff. Ho- uh, Harlow from Detroit will be the direct support. So I, I've talked about her in length on my show. Or I shouldn't say her, it's an entire band, but yeah. Lauren Harlow. Um, and opening the show is a band called Concrete Angels. They're from Ann Arbor, and kind of a it's all it's original, but it's Metallica to Hatebreed type okay. feel. So that is uh, Thanksgiving Eve at Venue 18. That takes us up to Black Friday. I will be leaving work and shooting to I believe it's in Butler, Pennsylvania. Necromancing the Stone with Big John Williams from Brimstone okay. and Justin Wood, the drummer from Brimstone, is the guitar player in Necromancing, and they are signed. They are newly signed to Metal Blade Records, so I'm going to catch that. That's the kickoff of their tour. They're going up the East Coast, and that'll be the. I'm very excited for that. I've not caught a show of theirs yet. Uh, the 26th isn't that the Porn Flakes gig? Yeah, Flyer Section sitting right next to it. Give Johnny DeLorean his props. Let's see, is this the gig? Yes, Saturday, November 26th at Realm in Toledo, 135 South Burn Road, next to the Boo, the closed down Boo. But yeah, I'll be there for the 26th. Cool. December 3rd is a huge one for me, as the uh, holiday food drive at the Beachland Ballroom in East Cleveland. Yeah. Um, Auburn Records. It puts it together every year, and uh, Bill Peters is the gentleman's name that owns Auburn Records, and he's a radio DJ, has the Metal on Metal show on Friday nights in 88.7, I believe. Don't quote me on that, but Bill Peters, Auburn Auburn Records, he puts this together every year, free show, bring canned goods, whatever, for the homeless. Mm -hmm. They always stoke the fucking lineup full of rock and roll royalty from the east side of the state. And uh, I'm going to go do recording on that and have a great time. Olathea's on that bill, so we're going to hang out with them a lot, of course. Um, That's the third. The 10th is my last show at Venue 18 for the year, and that is going to be Detroit Rock City, a Kiss tribute from Detroit. I thought they could go to Rock and Roll Time. It's a good Rock and Roll Time. I was hoping you would do that. (laughs) And uh, trying a little something different we'll see if this works any better than anything else so far the tribute bands have definitely brought in the most numbers at venue 18 so we have the the kiss tribute and i'm gonna interject a little original music with Jaw creek so they're gonna open that show just the two bands on the bill it's gonna be an eight dollar ticket cool that is the 10th and then the next week it gets busy because one of my favorites ruby the hatchet will be coming across ohio and Pennsylvania. So the Thursday night, I think that's the 15th, I believe, of December. Going to hit them up in Pittsburgh 
do the show. Friday they are at, I believe, the Grog Shop in Cleveland. Okay. Do that show. I think we're taking a film crew to that one to do an interview. I've still got to set everything up with Jillian Taylor, the lead singer, but I talked to her. I'm going to get the, I have their hatchet tattooed mm-hmm. on my arm. I had that <laughs> done down at Hot Rod Tattooing in uh, Martin's Ferry. And that Hot Rod Tattooing yeah. is Andrew DeCagna's joint. And uh, they're going to autograph around the hatchet and I'll have that tattooed. And then Saturday, hopefully they're going to stay at my pad Friday night after the Cleveland show. Not quite sure yet because their next date would be Saturday night in Detroit. Okay. I don't even know what venue they're at. Hopefully they're back at, at uh, Jack White's place. That would oh, be yeah. a perfect bill for that. And that place is fucking cool. Really cool. And then, uh, you know, I'm not going to do a show for, for Christmas. I'm going to stay at home for Christmas. Because <laughs> <laughs> Christmas Eve is the next Saturday night. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then uh, the New Year's Eve, the next... Uh, next Saturday night is when I do my countdown, my top 25 countdown. Oh, right. Yeah. And I've been putting all the statistics together, and I, I'm going to do something a little bit special with that this year. And cool. It may be a video edition. I'm not, not quite sure yet. I've got a couple of people that I'm talking to about doing it, and that rounds out the end of the year. Cool. Yeah, I have a hard time remembering what I'm doing tomorrow, and you've got like <laughs> show, dates, names, clubs. For two months in advance, you've got this stuff planned, so... That's what's important to me. Much uh, proper respect for doing all that stuff. Thank you, man. Yeah, all the important shit, though, the, like the taking care of business at home, the wifey takes care of all that, so she's got that shit on lockdown. I don't have to remember none of that. <laughs> right on. <laughs> she gets all the cred. Awesome. All right, well, then uh, I'm going to close it out, and instead of me just doing movie quotes... At the end anymore, I think I'm just going to fish some and put a sample at the end, at least until I start getting cease and desist orders. <laughs> uh, and it's better than me sitting there going, um, let's see, I saw... Get to uh, the chopper! Yeah, I saw Predator again this weekend. Uh, so we'll just start doing that. So, Alright, out. See ya. Could we please just You are just jealous let's because he put on the Jesse the body of water you did. Please try to your jealousy for just a moment. The ladies would like to have silence while I take my robe off and show them what a real sexy body looks like. Hit the music.
Of the North! 